Warning, 30 Screams or Less may contain spoilers about movies that have recently been released. If you haven't seen the movie, go watch it, come back, and enjoy the show. Or, if you don't want to waste your time watching the movie and rather have two random horror dudes watch it for you, we got you covered as well. Welcome everyone to 30 Screams or Less, a horror movie podcast where we review horror movies in 30 minutes or less so you don't have to. Today's movie we're reviewing is Benny Loves You. It came out in 2019, written and directed by Carl Holt, starring Carl Holt, Claire Cartwright, George Colley. It's about Jack, a man desperate to improve his life, throws away his beloved childhood plush Benny. It's a move that has disastrous consequences when Benny springs to life with deadly intentions. That's what we grabbed from IMDb, I'm sure. Right, Corey? Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's it. Okay, yeah, I figured. We tend to just copy pasta that. Yeah, fuck writing our own stuff. I'm not going to write a whole plot and explain everything. We're just no. going to talk about it anyways. If we can plagiarize it, hell yeah. We'll just rewrite the whole thing, and then no one would know the wiser unless they saw it, and they'd be like, these fucking schmucks yeah. lied to us. If we rewrote it, it might suck less. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I didn't hate it, but we're going to get into that right now. Let's do this. 30 Screams or Less starts now. Corey, what did you think of Benny Loves You? Dude, I need to start a list of directors that need to be arrested and charged with crimes for making piece of shit movies. <laughs> oh Do you have any suggestions on what I should call it? Oh, Corey's hit list. Maybe. I'm going to have to come up with something better than that. Yeah, we can come up with something snazzier. We got some ideas. You're not getting any royalties for that one. No, no, it's good. You know what? How about this? Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, whatever. Come up with a list for Corey for movies that he thinks directors should be shot and killed for. So post them. Let us know what you think. All that good stuff. But all right, let's continue. Okay. So this is a movie where you think the director should be shot and killed. Did not say that. You didn't say that? No. No, you can't say that because that's technically a threat. Well, apparently you might feel that way. All I said was he need to be arrested in charge of the crime. Oh, why did I say shot then? I know what's on your brain now, dude. I have violent tendencies, I guess. It's weird, too, because you like this fucking atrocity. I did. I thought it was fun. You know, fun for the whole family, all that good stuff. I'm but... about to I'm about to tell people to stop making recommendations for movies because then I end up with this. <laughs> if you, whoever it was that recommended this, please show yourself. Oh, I tweet. Oh, I know. I know. Like, she'll show herself. No problem. Who is but... her? Oh, that'd be my girlfriend. Uh, it was like, her? Yeah, it was her. Oh. She she wanted this. Because she loved it. She thought it was fun. You know, oh, no. it's, it's cute. It, Benny's cute. I haven't so, even met her yet, and she's probably going to hate me after she hears this. <laughs> no, no. See, but, it. I, I, no, okay, no. So I am like, I'm with her on this. I enjoyed it. Was it a Schindler's List or anything? No, probably not. I mean, we wouldn't give it a five out of five or anything like that. That I mean, that's reserved for your Outwaters menu, Deadstream, things like that, which Deadstream we just reviewed. But this is basically, this is another like dark comedy, you know, like, uh, like Deadstream was a dark comedy because it had to do with like horror and comedy, like combining the two worlds. 
and Benny is the same deal, where it's a lot of comedy, a lot of uh, violence. It is as violent as anything. But essentially, what happens is the main character, he's kind of an older guy, maybe in his 30s, still living with his parents, works kind of a dead-end job at a toy company. And his job is to come up with new ideas, and he's just not a happy dude overall. He's like, kind of like a big kid. You know, so he hasn't first... grown up. The first thing I noticed about that is it's basically the same thing as Elf, except the dad works in a like a children's book place. Yeah. They come up with new children's book ideas. I don't know. It's very similar. Oh, yeah. That kind of deal. It almost reminded me of the movie Back in the Day Big, where Tom Hanks got a job at a toy company, and their job is to just come up with toy ideas or whatever. But obviously not as feel good as that. This is more um, violence-driven. I don't think Big is violence-driven by any means. That's just classic. Yeah, but- I thought I was going to love this movie just because it started with that stupid fucking kid screaming. They made us hate her right away. Oh, my God. And my that- first thought is, I hope she gets it. I hope she gets hacked up. Oh, uh, and she got it, all right. Oh, yeah. yeah. There we are. Dead kid. 10 out of 11 dead kids. No, wait. No, are we 11 11 for this? This is 11. What do you mean? No. The dead kids? No, there was no dead kid in the menu. Oh, yes. No so dead kid did. in Outwaters. Okay. Yep. So 9 out of 10, that's a pretty good ratio of dead kids to movies. Dude, when that mom literally slapped the spit out of her kid's mouth for screaming so much when she was trying to go to sleep. Yeah. That was like some UFC shit. I loved it. Oh, yes, that kid got annihilated. Like, you saw, like, the spit, like, slow motion, like, the boom. Just, like, yeah. you know, like a bass bomb added. That was the best part of the movie. Oh, yeah, that little shit just kept screaming and all that, and we were just like, oh, shut up. Those Brady kids, sometimes they need a little bit of a harsh punishment, but I can't say a kid needs to get hit. But something needed to happen to that kid, and I'm not going to be the one to say shit. The listeners need to realize that this kid was, like, Basically, Veruca Salt of this movie. She was that snobby little bitch who wanted everything. She oh, yeah. a little asshole to her mother. Yeah, she deserved what she got. She got her eyes poked out, I think. Oh, yeah, by one of the toys that uh, came to life. Yeah. You know what? The toys were probably like, fuck this kid, because yeah. she's being mean. I bet you anything, if she wasn't mean, those toys would want to play with her all day. But they probably had enough of it, too. They were probably just like, this kid is ungrateful yeah. to her parents. The dolls were fucking fighting back at that point. Yeah, they weren't having it. So basically, it's set up to show that dolls can come to life pretty much whenever. Don't really have a rhyme or reason as to why any of them came to life. They just did. Yeah, like, never explained like, it. Never explained it. Like Toy Story deal. It's not like some sort of entity is like, I'm going to put these in toys and bring them to life type deal. They just came to life. That's it. That's how it happened. The only thing I could think of with Benny and the owner, Jack, I think he wished kind of Ted style, like to be his best friend forever, that type thing. And maybe that could have happened. Maybe just doing that wish type deal caused a Ted type incident. But so Jack's miserable. Jack decides to put the childish things away because God forbid a girl goes over his house and sees the things that he has on his wall. She'd want to stick around. But that's actually what happened in one point. A girl came by and she's like screaming, freaking out. I'm like, I have that stuff on my walls. I'm like, am I that bad? Yes. Or, yes, I'm a big child. So I'm a child with a 401k plan. Dude, yeah, I spent two hours yesterday putting together a fucking gremlin's toy. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
you, oh, you showed me that thing, and that thing is sick. For those of you who don't know, if you haven't seen Gremlins 2, A, you're fucking up. Two, you need to see the spider thing in it. And three, Corey, you got to post a photo of this thing, because this thing is a monstrosity of a Funko. It's not Funko. It's What's the name of the other company? It's NECA. Uh, NECA, thank you. It's NECA. So NECA makes really sick looking figures i own a few uh, jason and michael myers type figures you have a whole slew of them i own every single jason one that's ever been made wow oh my god plus a bunch uh, of random ones but yeah i don't have all the jasons i have just a couple but i ran out of a lot of room like when i was trying to collect them i actually have two robocop ones i love robocop it's one of my favorite movies of all time and i'm gonna make a little reference to that later on in this podcast here hell yeah but but i think they missed like a prime opportunity to market Benny in this thing because Benny's adorable. Benny would sell like crazy to horror people, horror collectors, things like that. If there was more exposure to this movie. I agree. But I also feel at the same time that they might've run into some like copyright stuff because it, it was very similar to uh, remember tickle me Elmo. Yeah. Oh, I remember dude. I grew up during that whole craze. People went nuts for that stuff. And I was just like, I don't get it. I want video games. Yeah, the only thing I remember about those is splitting my brother's head open with one of them. You, how did you split your brother's head open with a Tickle Me Elmo? I threw it at his face. Is it that heavy? Oh, yeah, the battery pack opened up in the back, and that's what caught him in the top of the head. Oh, God. We're wow. younger, but... Yeah. See, I was more of a Teddy Ruxpin guy. I had one of those. I also had... Remember the dinosaurs? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I had one of those, too. Oh, God, that's awesome. Yeah, I uh, I had a few of those things. God, they go for so much money now on eBay. Let me tell you. Yep. Yeah, if you had that shit in pristine condition or like in box, forget it. Collectors would be like, oh, how much you want for that? 40000 50000 I don't know if it's that high, but there's some collectors who fucking want that memorabilia. So you could, if you still had those hanging around. Yeah, that, it would be nuts if I still had that hanging around. So how about like, what, let's talk about Jack's parents both getting killed at the same time. I thought that was so absurd the way that his parents went, because you would think when there's a death in a movie of the parents, it maybe is a car crash or something like that. Something believable. In this case was the most absurd death of two parents I've ever seen. The father slipped on something. He fell on his back and something dropped on his head. And the mother then tripped and landed face first into the hors d'oeuvres, which had freaking toothpicks in them. So all the toothpicks went in her face. And Jack is just watching in horror because it's supposed to be his special day, his birthday. And his parents are trying to do something nice for him, but they end up dead in the most hilarious fashion. So they were setting up, as you said, for his birthday, which he's 30s, 40s at this point, and his parents still insist on throwing him a birthday party every year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think it was like his birthday breakfast deal, and they were trying to get all that stuff set up. But yeah, they died in uh, a ridiculous way. I remember laughing my ass off at like watching the death. I'm like, what? That's so absurd. That is so intense. Like, imagine just falling face first on like 100 toothpicks. Oh. God. <laughs> I bet that sucked. God, you usually watch wrestling that's kind of like that, where someone will be like body slammed on a bed of nails. Yeah, we're going to a show like that next weekend. You're going too. That's right. I am. I don't know if there's going to be a bed of nails type deal, but there's chains and glass and all sorts of 
chaos. So I hope there's a bed of nails now. I'm going to message the owner right now and tell him that we want bed of nails. Uh, no, we want an acid bath. <laughs> they did that back in the old days on the old IWA Mid-South stuff. They did like pits full of scorpions and piranhas, crabs. My God, I couldn't even imagine seeing that live. That would be so absurd. I mean, getting thrown into a pool of piranhas, they're not going to friggin' eat you like to bones in seconds, but you're definitely going to get bit a few times and try to get the fuck out of there. Especially sure. where you're, you're already bloody when you get thrown in. Oh, God, yeah. They're already a bloody mess as it is. So, yeah, the piranhas would be all over that, I'm sure. Yep, for sure. But, yeah, people, if you don't know, what is ICW? Yes. Yeah. ICW, NHB, which is like no holds barred, crazy stuff. So check it out. It's insane. I've seen it live twice at this point. Yeah, I think we've gone twice. Yeah, twice. I think twice. But it's intense. It's crazy. There's glass everywhere. Thumbtacks, barbed wire, chain ropes, all sorts of crazy stuff. It's insane. I don't know how they do it. But anyways, I think we're getting a little off topic again. We tend to do this. Did we get off topic? Kind of. We were talking about toothpicks to the face, which then turned into bed and nails, which then turned into us talking about wrestling, which is fine because we're part of the Shining Wizards Network. We're kind of bridging that gap. We're talking about horror and then maybe we'll throw a little wrestling reference in there or two. Yeah, I like it. I like we it mix too. Mix it up every once in a while. Yeah, you gotta throw something in there like that. So was I the only one that absolutely hated this fucking guy, Richard, man? All I could think of was how badly I wanted someone to murder his Bugs Bunny buck teeth looking ass. Oh, this fucking guy sucked. He was like your typical brown noser that you have at a company. He's the one that takes credit for other people's ideas. He's that kind of schmuck. He really sucks. So to see him as one of the lead characters that towards the end finally dies, like it took him way too long to die in that movie. He should have been Did gone I? like way, way earlier. I could not remember him dying for some reason. Oh, you couldn't remember him dying? Wasn't he one of like the last... It just him and Jack and that girl were alive. Yeah, so the three of them were still alive and they were fighting all the toys and stuff like that. But basically what happened was Benny, yeah, he got put away in the basement, locked him up, all this stuff. And somehow Benny made his way out, killed Jack's boss because the boss was being an asshole. Oh my God, we didn't even get to this part. The dead dog. Oh, uh, that was terrible. Oh my God. Obviously it was bad. You could see that the dog was fake as anything but the dog was so dead that it was getting thrown at the wall benny was dragging the thing around like a toy and <laughs> he gave it a bat too something like that he tried like hell to make the dog look as good as possible because he decided to be the good employee and watch his boss's dog like while they went out he tried to get a new one. He tried to make it look as alive as possible. But then eventually it turned to, uh, you know, the dog getting thrown out the window and basically exploding on the family's car. And uh, yeah, it just, it was insane. That was insane. That boss, I was getting very office space vibes. Oh, yeah. He had that definite office space vibe with the, uh, Peter, what's happening? Uh, gonna need you to come in on Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> Can't even tell the difference. Nope, can't tell the difference. He's like the same guy. But God, I hate bosses like that. Can't stand them. Who the hell wants to work for someone like that? You know, someone that literally just, they completely don't value it. The slightest bit as an employee, unless you're brown nosing and eating their ass. Whoa. What? Huh? Huh? 
What? I just heard about something about ass eating. Yeah. Well, there's kissing ass, there's brown nosing, and then there's like some points where it's like they want you to really kiss their ass. Yeah. Yeah. I can't. He's definitely that type of boss. He was definitely that type of boss. That guy sucked. He was so ridiculous. But Benny kidnapped him at some point, and Jack got to say a few words to him, which was, you know, great. But then Benny killed him. I I was. I was watching that scene and I, I thought of another movie and I'm like, this dude is going to enroll him in the jelly of the month club. You get what I'm go- what my reference is here, dude, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Okay. <laughs> I'm smelling what you're cooking. It was like the same idea. The boss gets kidnapped and brought to the guy he's wronged. Oh shit. It was. Yeah. There was a lot of references, I think, to movies in this. The whole thing was very Shaun of the Dead-ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Had a lot of silly vibes like that. I feel like anyone who likes Shaun of the Dead, if they smoke a little weed and watch this, I think they'll have a good time. But we're trying to watch it as critics. We're a little judgmental about it. We're trying to do our jobs. So is it just me or um, that self-help tape that Jack was listening to? Does he sound like Duke Nukem? Hell to the king, baby. <laughs> Take that as a you agree. Oh, I definitely agree. <laughs> Shake it, baby. <laughs> I'm here to well, kick ass and chew bubble gum, and I'm all out of bubble gum. <laughs> Wait, there were some more quotes. We were looking up a ton of Duke Nukem quotes. It, for those who don't know who Duke Nukem is, you're fucking up. So Duke Nukem was a video game character, like late 80s, early 90s. They made Duke Nukem 3D, and that's when Duke Nukem started really talking. So like, he would say things, let's see, like, Born to be wild, like that, or I'll rip your head off and shit down your neck. Your ass is grass, and I've got the weed whacker. Yeah, you're an inspiration for birth control. I'm an equal opportunity ass kicker. Groovy. He's now got... you see me, now you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> your face, your ass, what's the difference? <laughs> Oh, man. So many good ones. Oh, man. I played the shit out of Duke Nukem back in the day. Oh, yeah. Um, Duke Nukem was it forever. No, Duke Nukem 3D, like way back in the day. Duke Nukem Forever took a fucking decade. Oh, that was a shitty one that came out. Yeah. Yeah. So I played Duke Nukem 3D and I played Duke Nukem A Time to Kill, which is like a two-player game. That was sick. It was like a one versus one type game. It was fun. It was fun. But and then Duke Nukem Forever took a fucking century to come out. There was all sorts of fucking delays and things like that. But yes, the self-help tape that Jack has definitely sounds like Duke Nukem. And I don't know if he was trying to just do that, like make a reference to Duke Nukem. Or maybe he's not even old enough to know what the hell Duke Nukem is as a director. But there, like I said, there's a lot of references now that I'm thinking about it in this. Like, there's the reference to National Poon's Christmas Vacation. It sounds like Duke Nukem reference. There's a guy in there that looks like Chester Bennington from Linkin Park. Rip. Really? So I, yeah, I mean, well, look at the, it was like a lawyer or a. Oh, the guy that was trying to repossess the house. Yes. And he was like, I can give you like a, an interest rate of. 400% or something stupid. Jack's like, I thought you had the best rates in town. Yeah, just not this town. Ha <laughs> ha. You know, one of those deals. Yeah. And Benny was like, fuck you. And then murdered his ass. Yeah. Sounds about right. Benny, I think, decapitated that one. So speaking of Benny killing people, when Benny went nuts and started stabbing all the stuffed animals, like when he first came alive, why was there spaghetti everywhere? <laughs> what? Why was there spaghetti everywhere? There's fucking. I... He... Then they showed the empty can of spaghetti. What the hell? I don't even remember that. 
like he put the knife he put a knife in like a bear or a teddy bear or something and there was literally spaghetti in the stab wound oh that's odd you know what i must not have even realized that happened because that doesn't make sense is that supposed to be like intestines I mean, a budget on this movie must have been real low if that's what they were doing. I mean, I feel like the majority of this budget went into Benny itself because Benny only had a couple lines. Also, who voiced Benny? I feel like that might have been Carl who did it, but there's nothing on the IMDb on who did. I have no idea. He no only one. said like one line anyway. It was like, yep. Benny loves you. Yep, that's it. That's all he needed. It was Benny loves you. Yep. Very Tickle Me Elmo-ish. Yeah. Yep, that's basically it. Benny loves you, and ta-da! But, oh, that's right, ta-da, too. You know what I love, too, though, is the way Benny walked around, and especially when he had the knife in his hand. Like, the knife was basically just hovering in his hand. He couldn't even grab it, obviously, because he's like a plush toy, doesn't have opposable thumbs or anything. So the knife was just basically sitting there, and he's bouncing around, as you would maybe bounce around a plush toy to make it look like he's walking, like, oh, oh, just bouncing back and forth. Dude, I was the first time you see him walking, I fucking lost it. I was laughing so hard because it looks terrible. And I think that's the idea is not meant to look great. You know, he's a plush toy that's just bouncing around. You would there think was, like, you know, a happy there, plush toy like that would bounce around. I would there, think. there was one part where he was moving around and I you I could see like the green screen behind him from whoever the puppeteer was. You could, could see you? It, you could see it very briefly, like the blur behind the puppet. Oh my god! Wow! Yeah, they, they forgot to f- use a magic eraser on that scene. Uh, edit. Yeah. Too late. Edit. <laughs> edit. This came edit. out in 2019, man. Maybe they just didn't have the technology. I I don't know, but there's no excuse for that shit, dude. I have that technology, and I'm not a director. I didn't make any movies. Wow, I can't believe that. That's like this other movie I saw recently that had Anthony Michael Hall in it. He was like some sort of a cop where, I don't know, he's just kind of down in his luck. It was like some sort of weird horror movie. But they used a video, and it was like this stock footage from Shutterstock. They didn't even remove the Shutterstock logo. They didn't even pay for it. It's just in the movie, and you see this, like, you know, a car driving by with the office building and it just says Shutterstock on it. <laughs> what the hell was this? I fucking can't even remember the name of the movie. I'll have to ask my girlfriend and see if she knows. But yeah, I took a photo of it. I posted it on our Twitter because it was absolutely absurd. I'm going to have to dive a little bit into Anthony Michael Hall's catalog or whatever. I didn't realize he's been in so much. He's been in so many movies. But you not said that one. you said that, and I thought you meant Michael C. Hall, and I was like, "Fuck, I missed a Dexter movie, dude." I get those two mixed up all the time, and it's just like Anthony Michael Hall, Michael C. Hall. It's just like they got kind of the same rhyming for their names. So he's I also get the uh, he's also the asshole that tried to stage a fucking riot to kill Michael Myers. Yeah, <laughs> evil dies tonight. <laughs> Let's all face Michael Myers with baseball bats and pitchforks. Oh, I thought that scene was cool, though. And then, yeah, then they fucked up. Then they realized, oh, yeah, we can't really kill this guy. But Uh, apparently some, like, weakling in Halloween Ends is able to push him around like a bully. Like, (laughs) fuck you, Dad. Push him into a meat grinder. Yeah. Just like. Or no, it wasn't a meat grinder. It was like a crusher at a junkyard. Yeah. So, you know what? That's a whole different ballgame. I didn't like that movie. I think that. I think in the meat grinder, yes, they should have thrown Michael Myers in, but in his last breaths, he's still alive. He grabs Laurie Strode, pulls her in with him. That would have been the way to end that whole fucking thing. 
Absolutely. Yep. I like that. Missed opportunity. Missed because opportunity. Jamie Lee Curtis said that was the last time she was ever going to play Laurie Strode. So why not just fucking kill her while you're at it? Yeah. Why not just be like, fuck you, Michael? Like, cause he's maybe he's trying to just get out and she's just like, forget it. I'm going to sacrifice my life to make sure that this person dies. She should have did that. Fuck it. She was ready to go. She was ready to die. Yeah. I thought why not go out and. In- I thought she was going to die in the, when they were in the kitchen fighting. Yeah, why not go out in epic fashion? I don't know. Maybe I should direct the movie someday. Who knows? You should reboot Halloween again. Yeah, let me reboot it. That would be interesting. Yeah, let's do it together. Fuck it. Yeah, let's make a, an independent Halloween, and we'll just reboot the whole series. And then, who knows? Maybe they'll, it'll get picked up, and they're just like, you know what? I like the way you both write and direct this movie. We're going to make 10 of them. And I'd be like, fuck, I'll take that money. Oh, yeah. We can be like Avatar and just like get that big budget, make Halloween movies. Yeah, and I'll shoot it on like a Canon Rebel or something. I don't know what that means. Is that good? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. Google Google Timer is up. We didn't even get through like most of it because we keep getting sidetracked talking about other horror movies. Oh, no. We've been talking about how much we love this movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. But... Yeah, so Benny, yeah, let's get back into it. We can, we got a few minutes. We'll fucking make it happen. Whatever. A few things I did love. The fight between Benny and the little robot that the company was trying to promote, but the marketing for it was like AIDS, and it was supposed to be like Android in something, whatever. But yeah, they, they dropped the ball on that one. They actually called it AIDS. They were like promoting it as AIDS, and one of the guys was like, nobody wants AIDS. Who wants AIDS? <laughs> yeah. AIDS, AIDS guy. You know, it's like that kind of bullshit. It was like, this is at a professional corporate meeting. <laughs> AIDS. AIDS. It's like, oh my God. Wow. So yeah, that was an oversight on Jackson for his pitch for a robot. And naturally the fucking, the other guy with the buck teeth, whatever, what was his name again? Richard. Richard. That's right. Not Richard. Richard. He took credit for it and rebranded the thing. And he's like, oh, it's mine. That type deal. He's one of those people. Takes someone else's idea, makes it his. But the fight between Benny and the robot, I thought was awesome. Kind of reminded me a little bit of Robocop versus Robocop 2. It's awesome. It's fun. It's great. Robocop versus Robocop 2. Bunch of robots fighting, falling off buildings, destroying cars and everything. Awesome. Great. What's not to love about two freaking non-human things fighting? It's fantastic. Glad you enjoyed it so much. I loved it. I loved that part. I thought that was great. There was also one other thing I wanted to bring up because I feel like there's a little bit of a plot hole here. There was this one girl that was in the house that managed to get away from Benny and she went into the attic, but nothing, nothing came out of it. Like she just got stuck there and stayed there indefinitely. Did you notice that? Yeah, she's still there. Like at the end of the movie, still there. (laughs) No, I didn't notice that at all. You didn't notice that? Yeah, because there is one scene where all hell is breaking loose and you see her like still up in the attic type deal. Like they show a quick clip of her, but it never gets addressed towards the end either. You'd think that maybe they would do something like she comes down thinking she's safe and all of a sudden gets sliced up by the robot by accident. That would have been a nice way to tie up that loose end. I mean, we never find out why the dolls came to life anyway. So I guess the movie just reeks of plot holes. Yeah, there's a bunch of plot holes in it. But, you know, I will say this. I thought Benny was adorable. He did everything in, like, out of the goodness of his heart, even though he's just slaughtering everyone. It was commendable. If I had a plush toy that saw me having a bad time, I would want a doll like Benny just racing hell. Fuck it. So, speaking of that, 
I thought it was hilarious how Jack would have to follow Benny around the house wherever he went and lit with like a mop and a bucket to clean up all the blood from all of his murders. Oh my God, dude. He was just following around, cleaning up all of the <laughs> people he kills. Just He just kept burying people and just like washing up things. And one, like, what was it? A girl he was dating came over and saw that he had like red all over his gloves, but was none the wiser, had no idea that Benny is freaking slaughtering a bunch of people and he's just cleaning up the mess. And oh God, that was hysterical. Just the amount of chaos that Kenny, that Benny was causing. Yeah, Benny was going nuts, but yep. did he end up just getting stabbed in the head? At the end? Wasn't that how they got rid of him? Yeah, but they basically, like, a bunch of cops were shooting him with rubber pellets because, like, in the UK, they don't tend to use guns. They tend to use non-lethal force, I believe. And so they took out the pellet guns and started shooting at Benny. And Benny started dying, like, platoon style, just like, oh, no. And you see Jack in the background like, oh, no, Benny, because that's his plush toy. That's his like his best friend. I've seen his best friend die, but Benny was on a rampage. He had to be stopped. And so Jack took care of him. I didn't know that about the non-lethal thing in the UK. Yeah, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I was always under the impression that they took all sorts of like non-lethal force before anything. But I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Let's see. UK, non-lethal lethal this is me uh googling right now well i'm lethal that's not how you spell lethal i just uh, thought it was another like i don't know cheap thing they did in the movie oh yeah no i mean that would be guns. hysterical oh yeah the use of less lethal weapons so like that's what i think they do is just yeah gov.uk yeah airsoft guns yeah wow yeah quite interesting we just use real guns here fuck it yeah Yo- <laughs> what do we say yolo yeah yolo <laughs> What do them kids say? YOLO. Yeah, YOLO. Carpe diem. Carpet them. (laughs) Carpe diem, motherfucker. Uh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Dick it, baby. (laughs) That was a Duke Nukem quote for you guys. Yeah, that's uh, that's Merka. YOLO. Shoot him. Kill him. Hail to the king, baby. Done. I always I love how many like references to other things there were in that game, like fucking Luke Skywalker. Oh, yeah. I love some of those references. Wasn't there a Doom reference as well in there? I'm sure. I, I would just be- want to replay them. I would love to replay that game. Shit. Maybe when I start streaming again on Twitch, I'll, I'll fucking play uh, Duke Nukem 3D. I should see if I can load that on my uh, Raspberry Pi. Oh, that'd be sick. Do you think? Duke Nukem 3D will be able to be played on Windows 11. I mean, with an emulator. What What is with you on Windows 11? I don't know. I just updated it today, and I was, like, a little worried that it was going to happen. I'm a Mac guy, and I'm actually using PC right now, by the way, but I'm a Mac guy. Updating the OS for Mac, not so hard. Windows, they're like, oh, you want to update to the newest OS? So that's going to cost you. But this time, they were like, no, nah, you're good. You bought a license. You can update to 11. So I'm like, all right, fuck it. And I'm fine. Everything's good. I like it. It's fast. I think Windows 10 was the same way. It was a free upgrade. Oh, was it? Fuck me, man. Yeah. Well, well, I have a license anyway, so maybe they'll keep doing that as long as I have a purchase license. Fine. All right. Corey, what do you give Benny Loves You for a rating? All right. So I'd love to formally announce that I'm going to introduce a new rating system here, at least for me. Um, I'm no longer going to be ranking things with stars. I'm going to be ranking them with dead kids. <laughs> And this gets one dead kid. 
Um, I love cheesy horror, but this missed the mark entirely for me. I think really? it tried way too hard to be Shaun of the Dead and all the other, you know, references to other movies. I don't know, man. It was just not for me. Yeah, it wasn't for you, huh? Didn't do it. No. That's so interesting. I figured like you would at least get a little bit of a kick out of it. Didn't realize it'd get like one dead kid out of what, five or ten? Five. Five. Okay. So one out of five. Technically, I mean, my score, I think my score would be a little weird for dead kids. I think I'm going to still stick with the star system. I personally, 3.9 out of 5. Um, I could not have 4 rating. There were fun parts. Benny was cute. Fun for the family. If you got an hour and a half to kill, in my opinion, fuck it. Watch it. It's fun. But I wouldn't say it was anything perfect. There were plot holes. Some of the effects needed a lot of work in it. As you stated, like the green screen, clearly not taken out all the way at some points so it did need some work acting wasn't great it was a bit cheesy at some points and i think the only redeeming factor was the hilarity behind benny itself it was just like a horror version of toy story yeah i mean that's basically the best way to sum it up is a horror movie of toy story and it wasn't good hmm. i thought it was okay i thought it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> three what did you say you gave it a 3.9 okay all right yeah like i said not exactly a four. It needed work. In my opinion, this seems like it was probably a first-time director who was a little ambitious. Some of the stuff was great. Like, they had a lot going for it. I thought it had a lot of potential. But in your opinion, it missed the mark a lot for you. I think it probably missed the mark for a lot of people because we randomly found it, like, on Tubi or something. Where it is, Tubi? Tubi's like a, it's a streaming service. It's completely free. You should check it out. It's crazy. There's so many movies on it. It's ad-based, so it's free, but you watch a couple ads every once in a while, and you're fine. I'll deal with ads. I'm out. You're out. You quit. Yeah, yeah you I'm quit. Out. You quit, Benny. You quit ads. You're done. You're toast. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, everyone, if you want to check out Benny Loves You, it's kind of all over the place at the moment. You can watch it on Paramount+, Plus, Hulu, Sling TV, Showtime, things like that. So it's like all over the place. If you want to rent it, you can get as low as $2.99, I think, on Vudu. Or you could watch it with some of the other subscription services that are available. I mean, hour and a half to kill. Feel free to check it out. Why not? Corey didn't like it. I liked it. I think it's either you like it or you don't like it. That type deal. But with that in mind, that's 30 Screams or Less today. Definitely feel free to check out Benny Loves You. Like I said, if you have an hour and a half to kill, check it out. Be sure to like, follow, subscribe on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. We're trying to grow our YouTube numbers up there, so definitely help us out with that. Also, we're a part of the Shining Wizards Network. Visit ShiningWizardsNetwork.com for a whole list of all sorts of podcasts up there. There's a, just a variety of podcasts for you to check out. Obviously, we're up there. We're bridging gaps. We're doing like horror, but we're talking a little wrestling stuff, so we're kind of that podcast. But also... Be sure to visit 30scribsoless.com for all previous episodes and transcripts. To go along with those episodes, you can read the lunacy that often gets released with this. And if there's anything you want us to review, send an email to 30scribsoless at gmail.com or hit us up on social media. And one last thing, be sure to rate us on any podcast platform that you have, whether you're listening on Apple Music or Amazon or whatever, be sure to leave us a five-star review if you love listening to us. That way, more people can find out about us. Do we have any ratings? Um, I'm assuming a negative 50. Oh, it's going to get worse <laughs> after this one, then. Let's fucking go. Sorry, Steve. Uh, that's all right. No, Actually, I haven't really seen 
any ratings just yet. So I'd like to see some ratings. I'd like to hear what everyone's thoughts are on this podcast. If you like it, great. If you don't, fuck off. Fuck off. <laughs> edit. Edit. No, it's, it's fine. No, Telling I your listeners to fuck off. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. Everyone has opinions, and ours are obviously 30 minutes long. Yeah, just like your opinion of this movie is wrong. Hey, maybe your opinion's wrong. No, it's right. Sorry. Uh, okay, fine. Whatever, whatever. So, everyone, thank you so much for listening to 30 Screams or Less. I'm Steve. And I'm Corey. And we'll see you all again. Thank you so much for listening to 30 Screams or Less. I'm Steve. And I'm Corey. And we'll see you all again. Fuck off. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck off. (laughs) I'm leaving that in. Good.